We are currently in a series called Keeping It Real. Say, keep it real. Yeah, in this series, we're telling the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. No fake news. No sugarcoating, no partial truths. We're not trying to be politically correct. We are telling the truth. The truth that I want to talk about today is this, and that is you reap what you sow. How many understand that? You reap what you sow. Let's see what the Apostle Paul has to say about this uh, in the book of Galatians. You'll see it up on the screen, the book of Galatians chapter 6, and we'll read verses 7 through 9. Paul writes, and he says, don't be misled. He says, you cannot mock the justice of God. He says, you will always harvest what you plant. You will always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So let's not grow tired of doing what is good. Because at, the, at, at just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Well, I want to make three statements this morning to you. Three statements. All of these statements relating to these verses that we've just read. And the first statement that I have to make is this, and that is you can't have a harvest unless you plant some seeds. Would you agree with that this morning? You can't have a harvest unless you plant some seeds. Verse number seven says, you will always harvest what you, what you plant, what you plant. See, see, the harvest is the result of the planting. You reap what you sow. There will be no harvest if you don't plant some seeds. Now, let me give you the unvarnished truth this morning, and that is we are often jealous of other people's harvest. Would you agree with that? We are often jealous of other people's harvest. See, 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 see the other man's grass is it's always greener. I remember, this is many, many years ago now, but I remember back in the day when everybody wore a suit and tie to church, and, and, and I remember those days, and, and I was kind of a tie freak back in those days, because I had to wear a tie every Sunday to church, and so if I was going to have to wear one, man, I didn't want to just wear a tie, man, I wanted to wear one that was cool, you know what I'm talking about? I wanted one, you know, because I knew it was the tie that made that outfit pop, and so, man, I would, you know, I, and I knew I could change it into entire outfit by just changing the tie. And so I was kind of a tie freak and I was always on the look for a, for a, a, a new cool tie. Well, I remember one day I was at a minister's meeting <clears throat> and I looked across the aisle and, uh, and I saw this pastor's tie. And man, I mean, it was top shelf, man. I'm talking about, I mean, it was in my class. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, I mean, it was cool, man. And I just, man, I mean, I just, I couldn't keep my eyes off that man's, that man's tie. And I'm, I'm even salivating, maybe even a little bit jealous about that man's tie. I'm not exaggerating this story at all. I could hardly uh, pay attention to the preacher for paying attention for the man's tie. Well, the preacher got finished and said the last amen and dismissed the meeting. And as soon as the meeting was dismissed, that man walked over to me and said to me, man, I like your tie. 
He said, man, that's a cool tie. He said, man, I've been over there jealous of your tie. See, the very thing that I was jealous of, he was jealous of to me. We're often jealous of other people's harvest. But here's what we need to understand this morning. That is, we can't reap the same harvest as somebody else if we haven't planted the same seeds that they have. See, we look at where someone... uh, where someone else is in life or what they have uh, that maybe we don't have and, and, and we become jealous of them. But we have absolutely no clue what kind of seeds that they have had to sow in order to produce the harvest that they are reaping. We don't have a clue as to how much time and how much hard work and dedication did they sow. And, and what kind of stuff did they have to endure and overcome? See, see, it's not just the planting, but it's also the fertilizing that you have to deal with. How many know what I'm talking about this morning? Yeah, they are enjoying their harvest now, but it is because they were willing to put in the time and the effort and the dedication that it would take in the planting process. So here's my admonition to you this morning. Don't envy somebody else's harvest if you're not willing to plant the seeds that they were willing to plant or you're not willing to endure the fertilizer that goes on top of the seeds. I'm just keeping it real this morning. Keeping it real. How many of you already checked out on me this morning? You were just so good when I was telling the story and now you've already checked out. Somebody give me a big amen this morning. Just keeping it real. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 6 says, He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. You know, I've had people to ask me, Pastor, should I tithe off of my gross or should I tithe off of my net? My answer is always the same. And my answer is this, do you want a blessing off of your gross or do you want a blessing off of your net? I can't speak for you this morning, but I want a bountiful blessing. How many know, or how many likes bountiful blessings, amen? I want a bountiful blessing, and so because I want a bountiful blessing, I'm not trying to see, you know, down to the penny, you know, uh, you know what is my net, but, but, but I'm paying off of my gross because that's where I want my blessing. Well, you can't have a harvest unless you plant some seeds, Here's something else I want you to understand, and that is procrastination can limit and even steal your harvest. Procrastination. Proverbs 20 and verse 4 says, those too lazy to plow in the right season will have no food when it comes time for harvest. See, a lot of people have good intentions. They have good intentions. They, they see the need to sow, and they have every intention to sow, but they never get around to it. And then they discover that the season for planting is over. And others are now reaping their harvest from the seeds that they have sown, but because they didn't plant any seeds, they have no harvest to reap. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse number 1 says, To everything there is a season, say a season. To everything there is a season, a time, say a time. A time for every purpose under heaven. So let me challenge you this morning. Don't procrastinate your sowing. 
Don't miss your season for sowing because if you miss your season for sowing, then that also means you're going to miss your season for reaping because you reap what you sow. Just keeping it real this morning. Well, let me make my next statement this morning, and that is if you don't like your harvest, then change the seed you're planting. Right? You know? If you don't like the harvest that you're, that you're, that you're getting, then, then you need to change the seeds that you're planting. Verse number seven says, you will always harvest what you plant. Say always. See, and you've heard me say it before, but it's been a long time since I said it, so I'm going to say it again. You, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always, always got. Yeah. And our present harvest is a result of past planting. Because we reap according to what we have sown. And I want us to understand this morning that this principle works both for the positive and for the negative. I'm not just speaking positive this morning. I'm not just speaking negative. I'm, I'm telling you, positive or negative, you will reap what you sow. If you sow good, positive seeds, you're going to reap a good and positive harvest. On the other hand, if you sow bad, negative seeds, you're going to reap in kind. And I don't want to say this, but I have to say this because it's true. There's nothing you can do about your past sowing. Nothing you can do about your past sowing. You will reap a harvest from the past seeds you have sown. Whether they're good seeds or bad seeds. But the good news is you can change your future harvest, but only if you change the seeds that you are planting. So in light of that this morning, be precise in the seeds you plant. Be precise, specific in the seeds you plant. Decide what kind of a harvest you want. And then based upon the kind of harvest you want, that will tell you what kind of seeds you need to be planting. 40 years ago, I I looked around at older preachers. And I saw a whole lot of broke old preachers. I looked around and I saw these older preachers, older pastors that, 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 that were either retiring broke or they could not afford to tire to retire. And so way back there 40 years ago or so, I said to myself, I don't want that to be me 40 years from now. As a young preacher, I said, I don't want to retire broke and I don't want to have to keep preaching or keep pastoring just because I have no other choice because if I don't preach or if I don't pastor, I don't eat. And so I decided to plant some seeds. How many know that's a good idea? And so I started planting some financial seeds 40 years ago. My wife and I, we started saving. We started investing. We started living on less than we were making. And we increased our giving. And we have been planting financial seeds for over 40 years. Now, I'm not telling you that I'm going to retire rich. I won't retire rich someday, but my wife and I will not have to move in with our kids and we'll not be on food stamps. 
And we will not have to keep pastoring or preaching long beyond our effectiveness because we cannot afford to retire. We are going to have some choices. How many know choices are good? I'm trying to help you this morning. Let me challenge you today. If you don't like your harvest, then change the seeds you're planting. Be precise in the seeds you plant. Let me, let, let me give you my third statement this morning. And that is don't give up on your harvest prematurely. Don't give up on your harvest prematurely. Verse number nine says, don't get tired of doing what is good. Or another way to say that is don't stop planting good seeds because you are tired and discouraged and disappointed. It goes on to say, at just the right time, you will reap a harvest of blessing if you do not give up. So you cannot rush the harvest. Can't rush the harvest. See, the process goes like this. It's seed time harvest. It's not seed harvest. It's seed time harvest. You cannot rush the harvest. Remember Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse number 1? It says to everything there is a there's a season. To everything there is a season. And you're right. The next verse the uh, next line says a time for every purpose. See, there's the planting season or the planting time. Then there's the cultivating season or cultivating time. And then there is the reaping season or the reaping time. And, and, and the truth of the matter is you cannot rush the harvest. No, so don't give up on your harvest prematurely. My wife and I are reaping today from over 40 years of sowing. And for the past 20 plus years, we have been sowing a particular prayer. What am I talking about? If I want a, a particular harvest, I'm going to plant particular or be precise in my planting, right? Isn't that what I said? And for the last 20 plus years, my wife and I, we are reaping today, but, but for the last 40 years, we've been sowing. But for the past 20 plus years, we have been precise in our sowing, and we have been praying a particular prayer. We have been sowing a particular prayer. Daily, for the last 20 plus years, hardly a day is missed, but what we are praying, God, may our latter years be greater than our former years. Just last week, I was with my son, and I mentioned something that was happening in my life, and, and I hadn't said anything about this in a long, long time, and he just said, Dad, your latter years are greater than your former years. Dad, what is coming to pass? Is that, 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 the prayers that you and Mom have been praying for all of these years, we are seeing them happen, and they're unfolding before our very, very eyes. Get, decide what it is that you want your harvest to be, and then be precise and plant seeds accordingly. Don't give up on your harvest prematurely. Now, play, uh, please pay close attention to the these three little subpoints that I'm going to give you right now. And the first one is this. Perception is not always accurate. Perception is not always accurate. See, see, it's been said that perception is reality. In, in other words, however a person perceives something 
or someone, that is their reality. And that is absolutely true. But, say but. But, although it is their reality, it might not actually be reality. How many know there's a difference in percepted, if that's even a word, reality, perceiving reality, and actual reality? How many know there's a difference? It may be a reality to, it may be their reality, but in actuality, maybe it is not true reality. It's just their perception. Because perception is not always accurate. Uh, Proverbs chapter 14 and verse number 12 says, there's a way that seems right to a man, but actually it leads to death. See, things are not always as they, as they seem. Let me tell you this morning, just because you cannot see your harvest, that doesn't mean it's not coming. That was a good statement there that somebody should have been happy about. Hey, Miss Amen is back in the back at starting point. I need some help this morning. Amen? I'm going to say it again this morning. Just because you cannot see your harvest, that doesn't mean it's not coming. See, the seed that is planted cannot be seen. After, it's plant, after you plant a seed, can you see the seed? No, it's covered up by the dirt, right? So the seed that is planted cannot be seen. It's hidden. And can you see it germinate? No, you cannot see it germinate. And, and you cannot even see it when it is very first beginning to grow. But hear me this morning, just because you cannot see it, that doesn't mean that it's not doing its job. I don't know this morning, perhaps, perhaps you've planted hours and hours and hours and hours of prayer seeds. Maybe, maybe you've prayed for your marriage. Maybe you've prayed for your finances. Maybe you've prayed for your wayward kids. Oh, oh, and you say, you say, where's my harvest? Oh, you cry out, where's my harvest? I planted the seeds. Where is my harvest? I don't see anything changing i don't see any signs of a crop oh you may say oh it's no use oh i'm wasting my time oh i'm just fooling myself but no 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 you are not if you plant seeds and if you do not give up on them and if you do not plow them under there will be a harvest the harvest is guaranteed so don't give up on your harvest prematurely because it is coming. Perception is not always accurate. Second little point I want to make this morning, and that is persistence and not perfection is most important. Persistence and not perfection is most important. See, see if you wait for perfection before you plant, you're never going to plant because perfection is unattainable. If you are waiting on the perfect time or if you are waiting on the perfect set of circumstances before you plant, you will never plant. Because remember what I said earlier, procrastination can limit and even steal your harvest. See, see, my wife and I, we didn't start saving, we didn't start investing because we had more money than we needed. 
No, no, no. We started saving. We started investing when it was a sacrifice to save, when it was a sacrifice to invest, when it was a sacrifice to give. See, if we had waited for the perfect time, we wouldn't have done half half of the things that we have done, and we wouldn't be reaping half of what our harvest is yielding today. So persistence and not perfection is most important. Somebody needs to hear this this morning. Stop procrastinating and, just, and stop making excuses. Stop procrastinating and stop making excuses. Stop saying, I'm going to. And just get started. And hey, start small if you have to, but just get started. And once you start, keep sowing and don't stop sowing. See, see, I'm reaping today. I'm reaping from 40 years of sowing. I'm reaping. I'm in harvest. But even though I am reaping, I'm still sowing. Why? Well, I'm reaping from the fruit of my past sowing but I also want to reap in the future. (laughs) I kind of like this reaping thing. It's pretty nice to reap the seeds that I've been sowing for 40 plus years in the past. But I want to tell you what, listen, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, I still want to reap. And if I'm going to continue to reap, I'm going to have to continue to sow. Now, speaking of the future, Here's something awesome, and that is our harvest is perpetual. Our harvest is perpetual. Our harvest doesn't stop at death. Our harvest is perpetual. It's eternal. Verse number eight says, whatever or whoever sows through the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but whoever sows through the spirit will reap life everlasting. And Jesus said in Mark chapter 10, verse 29 and 30, Jesus says, there's no one that has left family or friends or possessions for my sake or the gospels. Or what was Jesus saying? There's no one that plants seeds in ministry and in in me. He says, who shall not receive a hundredfold now? Say now. I would like to receive a hundredfold blessing. Yeah, Jesus said there's no, no one who's left family or friends or possessions for my sake or the gospels who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time. Say in this time. Yeah, in this time and in the age to come, eternal life. Wow, our harvest is perpetual, whether good or bad. Sinners will reap eternal punishment. Saints will reap eternal rewards, all based on the seeds we have planted. I'm just keeping it real this morning. Let me ask you this this morning. Have you had the seed of salvation planted in you? The seed of salvation is Jesus Christ. Amen? And just as a natural seed must be planted and then die and then be resurrected, so that is exactly what happened to Jesus. As a seed of salvation, 
been planted in you. The takeaway for the message this morning is this. The seeds we sow in life will determine our eternal harvest. Yeah, the seeds we sow in life will determine our eternal harvest. I'm just keeping it real. And the reality is today, you reap what you sow. Father, I thank you for your infallible, life-altering, life-changing word. God, I just pray that your word, Lord, that is planted today as a seed, Lord, will be planted in the heart and the life of your people today. Father, we just pray that you will do your work in this uh, time in Jesus' name. Amen.